Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday night, October the 8th, 2020. Tonight is our weekly Food for the Soul Thursday night Bible study. Tonight the doctor is in. Are you ready for the word? 
Tonight he will be breaking down the religious of Darius by teaching the good news, the word of God tonight. He will be teaching the good news, giving us what thus says the word. That is why it is so important on Thursdays that we're able to spiritually feast off of what he is speaking about. The lessons are so absolutely amazing. So get out to all of your Bibles that you have. Pick your Bible that you want to study with. And get a pencil and paper that way you can take down the notes because every single Thursday he is serving us God's word on a silver platter. He's breaking it down where we have an opportunity to understand the word, not just to hear it, but he teaches us in a way that we can understand it as well. So all of the lessons are there, there, and there for us continuously. They're here for us to study and to learn. And this isn't just something that. He thought of in his mind, this is what the Lord is giving him for us. God's peace passes, surpasses all understanding. He's giving us something that we can continue to grow on, continue to understand, to have an awakening. This is awesome. This is what we have an opportunity to research and study for ourselves. And it's so awesome that this is what we can do. I enjoy the messages, and I know you do too because you listen in every Thursday. You listen in. And so it's amazing that you do. All of the lessons are absolutely amazing, and we're so ever joyed that you do tune in and you do listen to us. We're grateful for that. It's not a time that goes by that we're not grateful that you're listening in and that you are pretty much just following along and supporting us. You're sharing us, our show. You're downloading. You're telling others to listen in. So we're grateful for that. Every time you do that, we're more and more grateful than the time before. We're going to stay grateful. But first, we give all honor and praise to Jesus. He is the reason why we have this show. If it were not for him, we wouldn't have this platform. Yes, it's all because of him. Yes, of course, Blog Talk Radio has opened a platform to Christians and to religious people of all different spectrums and all different uh, dominions and all different types of churches and people that want to talk about God and how they believe and what they believe. But without God, we are nothing but with him, we are everything. And God is the reason why Dr. Moore and myself and the staff here in the Apple Valley Studio, this is why we do what we do. We bring you the truth. The unadulterated truth. It's not sugar-coated. It's not tweaked. It's not put into words that benefit us. We're giving it to you one uncut as the Lord gives it to us. And we're grateful that you love that because of you. All you wonderful, 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 more than 47,000 listeners that have been strong with us, we thank you. All of you in the 68 different countries plus around this globe. We thank you for just sharing in with us and appreciating us and, and listening to us and letting others know about us. Because our main goal is soul salvation. Our main goal is to is to give you the word raw and uncut. As the Lord sees fit, as the Lord gives utterance for Dr. Moore to come on, he'll be here every Wednesday for prayer and every Thursday for Bible study as the Spirit of the Lord gives him guidance and utterance to do so. He will always be here for you. And we thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for the best part of Thursday night, the part that we all sit on the edge of our seats for waiting. And then at the end, when it's almost near the end, he really gets into the Word, and we're sitting there with our 
mouths agape. Our jaws are dropped because the word is so good, and we wish it wouldn't end. Well, he's here again, so the doctor is in tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, the shepherd of my house, the honorable Dr. Bishop Austin Moore. God bless you guys. God bless you and Radio Land tonight. Thank the Lord. Thanks be unto the Lord for his goodness and his mercy that he has bestowed upon us. As my granddaughter says, amen, we want to first give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ tonight, which is the head of our lives, and he is the bishop of our soul. God bless each of you again in Radio Land. Tonight, amen, is Thursday night. As it has been stated, and we're just going to bring you food for a thought, amen, that it might build you up and take you on through the week, amen, if you can hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Let us continue to pray for one another. And amen. Remind people, amen, that this epidemic is not over with yet. Let us not get careless, amen. Let us be obedient, amen, to the laws of the land. and. We have a mask and wash our hands, amen, and stay at least six feet uh, uh, from one another. And I believe, amen, God is going to not, he's uh, believing, he is working this thing out for us right now. But we are we are word man, amen. And my, my job, amen, is to bring the word to your soul, amen. That's, that's my job, amen, is to, uh, amen, help you, amen, with your soul. God bless you and radio and we love you tonight. And we're gonna to come to you tonight, Amen. Uh, from first John one and seven and second John one through thirteen. And the writer is telling us tonight, Amen. But if we walk in the light, as he is the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ and his son cleanse us from all sin. Second John 1 through 13, the elders unto the elect lady and her children, who I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all they that have Known the truth. For the true sake which dwelleth in us and shall be with us forever. Grace, peace with you, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth. And love. I rejoice greatly that I have found all thy children walking in truth. As we have received a commandment from the Father. And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I write a new commandment unto thee but that which we have from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, 
that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandments, as ye have heard from the beginning, ye shall walk in it. For many deceivers are entering into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourself that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresses and abides not in the doctrine of Christ have not God. He that abides in the doctrine of Christ, he has both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. For he that abides in, in for he that abides in God's speed is partaker of his evil deed. Have many things to write unto you. I will not write with paper and ink, but I trust to come unto you and speak face to face that our joy might be fulfilled. The children of thy elect sister greets thee. Amen. John is talking to us about the word truth. Walking in truth. The certain amen he has my attention tonight. Because it's all about walking in truth and in love. And Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, we as Christians have to be very careful, amen, as we own this past, how we are walking, amen, in this way of life. Headed towards eternal, are we really walking in truth? Are we really in the fullness of truth? Requesting amen for walking in the truth is, is you got to have some necessary qualification. You got to have some practice application. The past of the believer. Walk in truth. Walk in love. Obedience. And the path to avoid is deception, transgression, and failure. The end of the road is the wrong road, and it's the right road. Beloved, what road are you on tonight? Are you on the Wrong road, 
Are you on the right road? Walking in the light of the truth. It will keep us from deception. And the results will be the fullness of joy if we walk a man in the light. We want to walk in the light because Jesus is the light. And if a man walks, a woman walks in the light, then they won't be stumbling in life, making so many errors and mistakes, because when you're in the light of the Lord, your pathway is clear, meaning that you can see any and everything that is before you. John second epistle is a short and a personal letter wrote by the apostles to a friend who he called the elect lady. John called himself the elder. Elder or a pastor were a church officer ordained to ministry within a local congregation. The term amen, as John used it, however, probably did not refer to a church office, but to his age. The word elder, as used by John, could be translated the age. Or simply say that he was an older man. And being sad that he was an older man, meaning a man that we should give respect to those that are older than we are. We should not fan their words all so lightly and believe that they don't know what they're talking about. They've been around longer than we have. We, we should give respect to the older peoples. Bible scholars have never been able to agree on the identity of the elect lady. One interpretation is that the reference was to a local church near Ephesus. In this case, her children would be the Christian who worship in a local assembly. And there was another interpretation is that she was a, a pioneer lady residing near Ephesus. And it is quite possible was a home was a meeting place of the local churches. In those days, amen, many of them didn't have church buildings like we have today. But they had their meetings right in their home. They brought the fellowship of Jesus Christ right in their home, and that's where they praised God at. John could have become acquainted with her children and their cousins who apparently could have worshipped in John's congregation. The purpose of this epistle, amen, was to warn against heresy and against having fellowship with false teaching. 
It is the same purpose, amen, that we are gathered in our assembly today is to warn against hearsay and against false teaching. We got a lot of people, amen, that is out there spreading, amen, the word of God. They have not received a revelation from heaven, amen, but it's on hearsay. Uh, It is based upon tradition. Amen. And began is to produce false teachers. At this particular time in church history, many preachers traveled from church to church. Some of these were false teachers who attacked the foundation doctrine of Christ, of, of the church. Back there, amen, in those days, which is, have not changed, amen, we just have gotten a little modern now, where they had buggies, amen, and uh, they traveled, amen, by buggies and uh, horseback and, amen, and caravans, amen. Uh, we done got modern now. We ride on planes and we drive cars. But we go from city to city, spreading damnation to the church. And when I say we, I'm speaking of the false prophets. Amen. Has set themselves up to be one of God's spokesmen. When the Lord has not called them, but they go anyway. So this is a serious thing in our day and time. Amen. When we are under a man, a woman of God, We must know them who label among us. We must know that they have been sent from God. As we look at the lesson, amen, the importance, amen, continues in truth. Truth Truth is the word that stands out, amen, in our lesson tonight. We should recognize the seriousness and tried to result, amen, of being influenced by those who teach wrong doctrine. You see, amen, we got, amen, some of Satan people out there, and some, amen, call themselves God people. They still is teaching wrong doctrine. Paul says, study to show thyself approved, being a workman neither not ashamed, to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. The word of God must be rightly divided. And the letter killeth, but the spirit maketh alive. God has to reveal all his word to you in order, amen, for you know what truth really is. He has to open up your understanding, amen, that you can understand the scripture. Just because people can read the the scripture, amen, it does not, amen, mean that they have a revelation or understand what they read is. Necessary qualification, not everyone meets the qualification of walking in truth. And that is, amen, certainly true. They got a name. They win Christianity. They win bishop. They win apostles. And they win 
amen, all these officers' names, but amen, their life, amen, produces that they are not reaching the qualification of walking in truth. And I know you know some of them. Before a man or a woman can walk in truth, he or she must be a person of truth. Now, amen, before you can walk in truth, you got to be, amen, a person of truth. You got to, amen, be a person that don't want to lie. You always want to tell the truth. Although, amen, the exaltation in our lesson is primary to walk in the apostle doctrine. And that is, amen, what we are under the apostle doctrine, Jesus Christ being our chief cornerstone. The Lord gave, amen, the truth to his apostles. And that was set up on the day of Pentecost. Are you walking in truth? If one is not a person of honesty and integrity in every area of his life, It is a a person to profess to believe the wonders, the truth, and being baptized in Jesus' name. If he is careless with the truth in his business dealing, a man who is dishonest and cheat at work can never walk in truth unless he repents a very falsehood in his life. It doesn't mean, amen, we are just truthfully because we meet in a congregation and meet, amen, among God's people, then we're going to speak the truth. If you have a business, you must, amen, tell the truth in your business. If you got a mindset that you're going to lie and con and cheat somebody, amen, in your business, amen, you don't really know what truth really is. Truth is always absolutely truthful. It cannot be shattered or stained in the least degree. One dollar is always one hundred cent. A true compass will always point north. If the hand of the compass is off by only one degree, it could mean a tragedy for those who were dependent upon it. Now, what that is relating to, you can be off the gospel by one degree. And that little one degree can make you miss out of heaven. You got to make sure you're in the truth and in the fullness of the truth. If a person change it in 
the significant degree, it can mean tragedy. Uh, amen. Are you obeying really the word of God? Or are you listening to tradition? Are you hung up on something, amen, your mother done told you or your father done told you and you despise in the word of God? A person is either right or wrong in the application of biblical truth. You're right or you're wrong. It ain't no two ways about it. Amen. you either right or you're wrong. As we said, it's black or white. There is no shattering error between. Amen. You're right or you're wrong. Almost life will never save a person's soul. Almost right. That is not going to save a person's soul. You've got to be all the way right. There's an old song sometimes we sing, 99 and a half won't do. You've got to be, amen, have 100%. There are three qualifications for a person, amen, to walk in truth. Number one, he must be a born-again Christian. An unsaved person does not have the privilege of walking in truth. An unsaved person don't know what truth is. In order to know what truth is, the Lord has to change you. You must be born again. I'm talking about you must have a spiritually birth. He must be a born again Christian. An unsaved person does not have the privilege of walking in truth. He must be a person of Sterling Christian character. Your character, your characteristic must be changed when you come to Jesus Christ. If any man is in Christ Jesus or any woman, they are a new creature or creation. Old thing has passed away, and behold, all thing has become new. Many is professing Jesus Christ and have not changed their ways. They have not changed their action, their character. They still, amen, letting the old man rule their lives. Are they obedient unto that old man? He must love truth when you are in this way. Amen. You're going to love truth. Truth is not the easiest thing in the world, amen, uh, for this old flesh to, to go through it. But amen, you're going to love truth. I've been asked many times, Bishop, how do you smile when you know somebody is done you wrong? How come you don't retaliate back and, 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 and do something back to I love truth. He must love truth for the sake of truth. 
itself. To the same degree he loved truth, he hates falsehood. When you love truth, you 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 won't put up with falsehood, no matter who it's coming from. President, Congress, Mama, Daddy, children, you don't want to put up with it. It don't fit well in a Christian soul. Practical application. If a man loved the truth, he would always be a seeker of truth. Now, amen, no matter who you are, how long you've been in church, if you are a person that loves truth, and when you hear the truth, you're going to seek after truth. But if you're going to get wrapped up and tied up and say, you know, our church teaches this and our church teaches that, what does the word teach us? Are you going to believe tradition? Are you going to believe the word of God? God's word is true. Many people, many Christians are stubborn. They hear the truth and they know the truth. But they've been in a falsehood so long. They don't want to come out from that falsehood. A person who loves truth will never be embarrassed or offended. If a friend will enlighten him regarding a point or error in his life, he ain't going to get mad with that friend. If you really love truth, you're going to thank God for that friend telling you the truth. But those that don't love truth, they're going to get angry with you. But they're supposed to be your brother and sister. Always be thankful. He has been slow, shown the truth. Church tradition will not keep him bound. When the truth comes, church tradition is not going to keep him bound. Because he or she loves the truth, and they're going to come out of that tradition and obey the word of God. The sincere hunger of his soul will always be a to know with positive assurance what says the Spirit or what says the Scripture. Galatians 4 and 30. When you, amen, when you really, really, really want the truth and you really, really sincere, the Lord will not leave you blind. He will not leave you ignorant. To the word of God, he going to, amen, bring the word of God to you. And he's going to enlighten your soul and let you know this is true. The past of a believer, amen, we must walk in truth. Every day of our lives, we must walk in truth. There are not too many of us, amen, every day. 
We want to commit our lives and walk in righteousness and in holiness. Our flesh wants to deviate and wants to, amen, go contrary to the word of God. But, amen, we must walk in truth. The Bible has much to say about walking. There are many scriptures where walking is mentioned. It refers to the condition of Christian progress and advancement in his everyday life. John 8 and 12, Romans 6 and 4, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, 1 John 1 and 7, tell you about walking. In truth, when a person walks, he does not stand still. He advances forward. You're making some progress when you're walking. More than movement, however, it is extremely important that he walk on the right path. Now we can be walking, amen. And we might be moving, but are you walking on the right path? We have a sign, amen, in our guidelines, amen, from DNB. When you walk, amen, you got to walk, amen, in the way that traffic is going. And sometimes to me that seems backwards because you can get hit from behind. It seems far right enough, amen, is to walk and face in the traffic. But the book will tell you, amen, you got to walk with the traffic. You got to walk in the right path. You may be walking, but what kind of path are you walking in? Are you right or are you wrong? There is no danger or stumbling when one can see the past. There are no dangers of getting hurt, amen, if you can see the past. In John 2nd Epistle, he mentioned two five times. In the first four verses, this show the importance the, the apostle placed on truth. Truth was important to the apostles. And if we are under the apostle doctrine, truth ought to be important to every believer. And when you read the word of God, you study the word of God, truth is in the word. Truth is in the word. Ask God to open up your understanding that you might understand the scripture because truth is in the word. Pilate, he asked the question of Jesus. What is truth? John 18 and 38. Pilate, the governor, asked Jesus, what is the truth? 
In this present confusion world, thousands are still asking this question, for they are living in darkness and shadows of error and sin. They don't know what truth is. What is truth? Can we look at it right now, amen? Who telling the truth in the White House? Can you know the difference between a lie and the truth? God's word is truthful. The answer to this question, amen, was given by the Lord in his prayer. He says, sanctify them through thy truth. Clean them, Lord. Open up their insight. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. John 17 and 17. You want to know the truth? Amen. Study the word of God. Are you walking in the truth? Only the word of God has the power to save. Only the word of God has the power to save. The philosophy of mankind can never save and satisfy the inner desire of a human soul. I don't care how eloquently you may speak. I don't care how good your philosophy is. Amen. That cannot save you. Only the word of God can satisfy you. It is not surprising, therefore, that John wrote in his epistles to G. Lou, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. When you are a preacher, when you are called out by God and have set up churches and built churches and have left them, then, amen, you get a report from that church. They are still walking in truth. Nothing brings you no greater joy than to hear, amen, that the truth is still being carried on. At third John, amen, chapter four. The word of God is true. The word of God is true. It is absolutely true. There is no such thing as being almost true. Either we are believers, obeying and walking in the light of truth, but we are walking in darkness and an error. We are in this life that we're living in right now. You are either obeying the Lord or you're not obeying him. And some of us that confess in Christianity, we know we are not obeying him. We're just hanging on anyway, saying, I, I love you, Lord, but we know we, are, we don't love him. We know we are not keeping his commandments. Well, you're walking in darkness and not in truth. You're going to walk in love. It is impossible to walk in truth if we do not also walk in love. You've got to have the love of Jesus Christ in you to walk in and in love. 
The Bible loves truth and closely associated. John exhorts the elect lady and her children to walk in the light. Walk in the light. Those of you that is listening to my voice tonight, I'm going to say walk in the light. For the commandments they have from the beginning, that they love one another. Walk in the light. Love one another. It does not make any difference who we are, what race we are. Amen. What ethnic group we came from, the Bible says walk in the light. And love ye one another. How many of us confess the salvation and we don't love one another because we may not be of the same ethnicity group? You got to come above that. Remember the words of Jesus so strongly God so loved the world. Not God loved the Jew, God loved the world. And he gave his only begotten son. He died for all of us. In the first epistle, the apostle described, amen, the person who walked in love and also the one who does not. Are you walking in the love of Jesus Christ? Regardless, amen, what humanity is saying and and what their theory is about loving one another. Are you walking in the love of Jesus Christ? Everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. First John 4 7. If you're born of God, amen, and know God, you can walk in love. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us if you love one another. That little word, I-F, is a big letter, if. If you love one another. Oh, we often say, I love the Lord. I love Jesus. I love God. But do you love one another? I have learned. Before you can meet your maker and meet him in peace, you have to learn to love the people that you are living with around you every day. If you don't love them, you ain't going to see Jesus in peace. He that love is not. Amen. He that love is not. He that love is not knoweth not God, for God is love. If you don't love, you don't know God. Ain't no need you confessing him, you don't know him. That's First John 4 and 8. If a man say, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. First John 4 and 20. If you say, amen, that you love God and you, can't, you hate your brother and your sister because of a different race, you don't love him. You don't love God. So examine yourself. Walk in love tonight. By examining these verses of Scripture, it becomes clear that it it is important to walk in truth 
unless a person also walk in love. You can't separate truth and love. They they walk hand in hand. You got to walk in obedience. Walking in obedience means obeying God's commandment. While obeying obedience may be difficult at times, the commandments themselves are not burdensome, and ultimately they bring freedom. Amen to your soul. First John five, Amen and three. Walk. In obedience. Amen. The Lord is looking for obedient children. And we have to walk in obedience. It is always possible to obey God's word. He will not require of his children that which is impossible to perform. And we use that analogy, God will not put no more upon you than what you are able to bear. If something come up on you, God knows you can bear it. A person can repent of his sin, being baptized in Jesus' name, and receive the Holy Ghost. After someone is born again, it is possible for him to live a victorious life of biblical holiness. Disobedience is always an inexcusable, for it is normal and natural to live in obedience unto God. When we come unto the Lord, we don't have no excuse of doing wrong, or we had to do wrong. Jesus nailed all excuses to the cross, and he made a way that we can live holy, sanctified, being filled with the Holy Ghost in this present day, in this present age that we're living in right now. Obedience. There is a lot of us, amen. We want God's blessing. We want the Lord to take care of us. But we don't want to be obedient to his word. We want his goodness, but then we don't want to obey. Obedience demands that an individual comply in in an explicit and a complete manner. Obedience is to disobey. A person must place his own interpretation upon most never place in his own interpretation upon God's word. A person, amen, should never place his own personal interpretation upon God's word. Let your words be yea, yea, and nay, nay. Our personal interpretation upon God's word don't mean nothing. And then call it obedience. Place, amen, your own thoughts, your own view about God's word and call that obedience. It don't work that way. Only the word of God is standing true. This was King Saul's mistake. 
when he fought the Amalekites. First Samuel 15 and 13. When Saul tried to excuse himself for his party disobedience, Samuel replied, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. Saul, you, you didn't do what God told you to do. You wasn't obedient. Oh, you were the king, but you disobeyed. And to hear and to hearken than the fat of the ram. He wanted the, the, the amen, the ram that God had told him to get rid of. First Samuel Amen fifteen and twenty two for Saul's disobedience, God rejected him from being king. Amen. From your disobedience tonight, what do you think God is rejecting you from? All you got to do is obey him. To obey the commandments of the Lord means to perform them. Amen. Don't just talk about it, but amen, live it, to perform it, be in it. Not merely just to repeat the words of amen, the commandment. Thousands of believers have made this serious blunder in in water, in our ministering in water baptism. Many individuals often repeat the word of Matthew 28 19. When baptized in a person, but they fail to obey the word, it is significant to repeat the words of our Lord. We must obey them. We can, we can only obey the Great Commission. When we know the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You got to know the name of the Father. The Father has a name. And if you want to be baptized right, you got to call him by his name. The Father has a name. Jesus only, then are we able to obey Matthew 28 and 19. Don't just quote the words, obey the word. He said, baptize them in the name, in the name of the Father. To walk in obedience, one must obey wholeheartedly with the right spirit. You got to have the right spirit, amen, uh, uh, to obey God. To obey God's word opens when one heart is still within the world. When one heart is still in the world, it is sufficient. It is insufficient to repent, to repeat the words of our Lord. We must obey them. We must 
only obey the great commission when we know the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the Holy Ghost, only then we are able to obey Matthew 28:19. To walk in obedience, one must obey wholeheartedly with the right spirit. When a person loves the world, he will find the commandments of God burdensome. He will obey unwillingly and will much reluctant. He cannot, under such circumstance, experience the victory and joy of the Lord's desire to give to him. We got to walk in truth. The apostle warned against deception, deceiving, is a weapon of faith. It is easy for us, amen, to accept something that is seen logical, unreasonable. However, it is wrong and is a tragic result. Proverbs 14 and 12. Divine revelation. Individuals to understand the truth. It does not come through merely human reason. It is dangerous to listen to individuals who sound reasonable, but who do not believe the Bible. The revelation, amen, of God and truth. They may be handsome, positive, charismatic, and have personal love. Deception, John won against sticking at the very heart of the gospel truth. Deception is in the land. God bless you tonight. We must walk in truth no matter, amen, what other people say. The word of God is true. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. May God richly bless you tonight in Radio Land. Sounds beautiful coming from... Dr. Moore tonight. We are grateful that he was able to come on tonight for Thursday night, October the 8th, 2020. The doctor was in and he just broke it down to us like never before. All right, so we'll be back next Thursday. We love you and Godspeed. If you go to Great Our Nations, we'll see you on Sunday. God bless. Bye bye.